Welcome to the Heal Deal Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Leona Allen, and I'm here to help you achieve more freedom in your health and your life. I'm the founder of Freedom Health Systems, and I've been a licensed chiropractor and wellness coach for over two decades. I've helped men, women, and children transform their lives by removing the physical, chemical, and emotional barriers to natural healing. Every week, I'll be taking you on a journey, a journey where you would discover the real truth behind what it takes to heal your mind, body, and soul. Allow me to be your guide as you travel this road to renewed health and a new life. It's time to make a deal with yourself to heal yourself. Please keep in mind that this podcast is for educational purposes only and not to be used as a replacement for medical diagnosis or treatment. With that said, let's begin. Thinking outside the box. What comes to your mind when I share this popular cliche you may have heard from your favorite motivational speaker, business coach, or pastor? You know, I used to be addicted to these cliches. They made me feel good and empowered. And I got so revved up to the point I felt like I could conquer anything. And the thing is, these people are on stage, you know, the Tony Robbins of the world, and they're on this stage and they're making millions of dollars. You know, I I don't have anything against them, but they're living their best life. A lot of people are paying some hard earned money to sit in these seats to listen to these, these motivational speakers. I was one of them. I spent thousands and upon thousands of dollars to listen to these guys and you're sitting there and you're listening and you're mesmerized. And then you knew that today is the day you're going to be different and you're going to go home and you're going to change the world. You're going to change things around. But for me, what happened is as soon as I got back to my routine, say I went back to my office on Monday morning, it was business as usual. So for some reason it didn't last and time after time it got frustrating. So I felt like if I go to another workshop, another seminar, listen to another speaker, this time it's gonna be different and it didn't change. A similar scenario can happen in our health and weight loss journeys. It may be an herb, a supplement, or a new celebrity workout. And then you decide this is it and you get all super excited. You tell your friends and you explain how you have found the perfect program. And this time you're going to be able to do it. And then a few days or weeks later, the excitement is gone and you're back where you started. Have you been there? I know I have. I can spend episode after episode sharing the tools, giving you the shopping list and telling you what to eat and what not to eat. But for some reason, there's a disconnect when people hear the information and get excited, but then refuse to actually do it. Or if they do it, they don't do it long enough to actually see change. They lack consistency. And after a few days or weeks, they just go back to their normal habits and they end up frustrated because they have, again, invested in a program and they've listened to speakers and read all these books and listened to healers. But for some reason, they can't stick with it long enough to make 
change. And this happens in many aspects of our lives. How many books have you purchased that you didn't finish? How many online courses have you purchased and never finished? How many times have you said, you know what, I'm going to change the trajectory of my life. I'm going to do what needs to be done. I'm going to stop falling backwards. This is my year. How many of you said about 12 months ago that 2022 is going to be my year and here it is. We're almost at the end of it going into 2023 and you're still where you started. So there's reasons for that. And what's happening is we're not thinking outside the box. And I'm going to explain what that means in a minute. And even though you may have heard it, you may still be thinking inside your box. You might still have that same mindset that is keeping you stuck. So if this sounds like you, this is the episode for you. So take some notes. You may have to listen to this more than once, but this is going to be a good one because this is what's helped me. This is the cycle I had to stop because I couldn't understand why I struggled, not just with my health, but with my finances and with my relationships and all kinds of things, because I was stuck in this box, in this mindset, and I was unwilling to let go of it. And it wasn't until I was able to expand my mind and be able to think differently that is when my life began to change. I had to let go of how I was told to think. I had to let go of some of the stereotypes or patterns and, and all sorts of things. I had to learn to let go before I was able to actually see some shift in my health and my life. Okay. So here's some definitions I have come across regarding this phrase. To explore ideas that are creative and unusual and that are not limited or controlled by rules or tradition. Thinking beyond the norm. To think differently, unconventionally, or from a new perspective. Thinking creatively. Being a nonconformist. Innovative with ideas and solutions taking the path less traveled or creating your own path, expanding your limits. Sounds pretty empowering, right? So when talking about thinking outside the box, it sounds good. It's about being creative and creating a new way of thinking. You know, actually what wasn't discussed to me when I first heard it is, what is this box they're talking about? But I didn't have an understanding of what the box was to begin with. And many of us do have no clue the box we are in because think about it. When we hear this, we're emotionally charged. We feel good. But by the time we get away from that speaker or that environment where we heard it or that book and we're back to our own life and our own habits and our own patterns that charge is gone and we end up not moving forward but what i found was we have to understand that box before we can actually apply these lessons that we're hearing from others, okay? So before we can get out of the box or think outside the box, we have to be able to understand the box. We have to understand what is actually missing. What do we have to think about? We have to make sure what we're thinking is outside the box. But before you can do that, you have to understand what you're actually thinking and what your box actually looks like. 
first of all, the box represents who you are. And in particular, those things that you cannot change, your age, your race, your height, and your gender, your anatomy and your physiology, and how it applies to the rules of nature. And we got to learn to work with what we have and what the creator has given us. Also, this box contains the knowledge that you have acquired. It's your education, the books you have read up to this point, the degrees you have, and how you have applied this knowledge. It's the tools and the skills that you have, your talents, your gifts. And the third thing that is a part of our box is our beliefs. And that includes our religious beliefs, our political beliefs, our customs, how we were raised. And it also includes what you believe about yourself. Your past decisions are a part of this box because you are a result of all the decisions and the choices you've made. So your habits, your experiences, your surgeries, your medications, all this is part of your box and also the influence of society. So it's not only about how you see the world, but it's also about how the world sees you, your race, your gender, how you carry yourself plays a role in how the world treats you and what you get from this world. Other factors as well include your financial status. Some of you may be feeling that you're living paycheck to paycheck and may be very limited in what you can or can't do. So we all have our things that we're dealing with, with time, with money, how we're seen by society, even insurance coverage. Some of you may be going by what someone else can tell you what you can or can't do. And a lot of insurance programs tell you what they will and will not approve. So you may have yourself in a box as far as making decisions based on what your insurance covers. But the thing is, is a lot of times your true solutions may not be covered by insurance. And another influence of society is how we're taught in school. In school, we are really conditioned to get good grades, go to college, get a good job with benefits, and then end up spending the rest of our lives working for this job that we end up not feeling fulfilled in or being unhappy with. And another factor that's very important, and I'll just end with this one, is the level of faith and curiosity. You know, your desire to learn, seek, grow, and expand. Some of you are very stuck in your ways and don't have a lot of curiosity. You have this attitude where things are just are the way they are. But then there's some of you who love to learn, to seek and to grow and to explore new opportunities. So based on your personality and how you see the world also forms your box as well. And another thing that goes along with this area of your box is the level of comfort and the willingness you have to think outside the box, the amount of risk that you're willing to take, and also your level of health and strength. Sometimes when we feel hopeless or when we don't feel well, you know, if you've given up, you're not willing to move outside that box. So you're either willing to explore what's outside the box or you're comfortable where you are.
So just know that this topic is for the person who wants to know what's outside the box. They, they don't think that their way is the only way. They're willing to be more creative. They're willing to think differently. All right, other things to think about, are you problem focused? Do you just sit there and play the victim? Or are you more solution focused? where you try new things. You haven't found the right thing yet, but you're still seeking and trying to learn and grow. So this is all depending on your personality and where you're at and your current situation and how much risk that you're willing to take. So there is a lot that you have to fit into this box. And some of you are really trapped in your patterns and thoughts. And some of you don't have room to breathe and you're suffocating and you really want to find a way out. And there's others out there that have no clue that they're in a box. They have normalized their dysfunction. So sometimes it's hard for people to think outside of a box when they don't realize that they're in a box to begin with. They're very comfortable with where they are. And unfortunately, they're very comfortable in their dysfunction. So you really got to get honest about the nature of your box and where you are. You know, we're all in different size boxes. Really, when I think about this, it's not really about thinking outside the box. It's really more about expanding our boxes and be able to look outside the box that we've created for ourselves. So wherever we're at, there is more the world that we can open ourselves up to. But the point is that we want to be able to think outside of our current box so that we can grow. And some of you may have been in this self-improvement space for quite some time. So maybe you just need to clean up the box or reorganize the box. Maybe you need to do more work on the faith or curiosity category. Maybe you need to work on your knowledge and build more skills. Or maybe we need to learn to make better decisions. There are areas in our box that we need to develop. Of course, the more that you do, the better. But being clear on what we need to work on is what's going to help us think outside the box. The more you understand your box, the more you're able to think out the box. You know, say you're in a house that's unfamiliar to you and you don't know where the front door is. So if you don't know how you got there, you're not going to know how to exit. So also part of the box is knowing how you got there in the first place. And the more familiar you are with it, the more you'll understand the exits, the windows, the doors and things of that sort. So that is very important as well. What I find in this journey is people are just going through life without really knowing where they are. They have no place to stand. So they end up wherever the wind blows them. And that is not very healthy at all. And now what I want to put some attention on is how we got into our individual boxes in the first place. And I'm speaking in general terms, you know, a lot of us come from different education and backgrounds and things of that sort. But for the most part, we were taught how to conform. Remember, as a child, we were curious, we were inquisitive, we put everything in our mouths, you know, we had to taste everything and touch everything. That's a part of learning. And I think as protective parents, we try to make sure they don't touch everything and put everything in their mouths. 
I know we're trying to keep our children safe, but you got to understand that this is a natural way of curiosity. And that's how you learn. We learn by what we taste and what we see and what we touch and what we hear. But sometimes as parents, we might get too overprotective and we're conforming our kids at a very, very young age. And also as a child, they have question after question. And one thing they like to say is why, why? And some of these questions are hard to answer, but that's part of their curiosity. And instead of saying, be quiet, you're asking me too many questions. We need to actually take time to listen and answer these questions. We really need to encourage our children to ask those questions. I remember my um, youngest, I was cooking eggplant one day and he asked me, so if we plant this eggplant, will eggs grow? <laughs> so he was really inquiring about why it's called an eggplant. It makes sense. He thought if you plant it, eggplant, eggs will grow. I can't think of any other questions. I have two boys and they've asked some of the best questions. We just got to really understand that children naturally are very creative. They have questions. They want to know. They're very curious. But somehow as we go through life, we end up losing that creativity and it's replaced with conformity. We tend to lose that spark, forgetting how we used to color faces blue and the sun purple. And it didn't matter when we colored outside the lines and it was okay to draw a tree inside the house and put the couch outside. Because when I was younger, I remember being more creative and more inquisitive. And then when I started school, I became more stuck on what I was being taught. And then getting older, I lost that, you know, I had to get it back. I had to gain my creativity back and make time for it. I wanted to just bring that to mind because our creativity is replaced with conformity. So tapping into that creativity does help you to heal. This isn't mainstream. No one probably told you that being creative makes you healthy, but creativity brings you joy. It reduces stress. And when you feel better, you do better. It's about being true to who we are. The educational system conforms us to get that college degree and to have this goal of working for someone else from nine to five, eight hours a day for the next 40 to 50 years of our lives. Our adult lives are revolved around work. So no wonder we're struggling with health and happiness because about a third of our life is spent at work. And for many of us, it's working for jobs we don't even like. We're upset, we're stressed, and what we do with the little time we have at home is we're eating our stress. We're trying to soothe that stress so we can make it for another day of this job that we don't like. We're not really trained on how to use our gifts to live our lives or to make a living from our gifts. We're not trained that. We're trained to really work for someone else. So let me break it down this way. You know, we have 24 hours a day. So based on an eight hour work day, about one third of our day is spent working. And this is a typical work week, five days a week. Now, if you sleep eight hours a day, 
and work eight hours a day, that leaves you eight hours of your day. Part of those eight hours is commuting to your nine to five. Here in Atlanta, some people are driving at least one hour one way. So that might be two hours of your day, leaving you at six hours. And in those six hours, you got to take care of your children, spend time with your family. You got to cook, eat, shop, entertain, and maybe do some things that you do enjoy. And that's not much time. You know, outside of sleep and work, you really only have six hours. And, you know, that's pretty sad when you think about how much our lives are revolved around work and what we're trying to do as far as getting healthy we have to fit it in to our work lives so i broke it down another way you have eight hours a day five days a week there's 52 weeks in a year and say you work 47 weeks because you get about five weeks off for vacations and holidays so 40 hours a week for 47 weeks if you work 50 years that's over 90,000 hours in your lifetime. You know, that's a lot of hours you're putting in for work. So this is why your job can make a huge impact on your quality of health and your life. And unfortunately, this is what we are programmed to accept. And here's another thing that we need to realize when getting out the box. We got to understand that the solutions have to be outside of the system that created it or the mindset that created it. And just know that everything you are, you know, where you are is a result of the way you think good and bad. So as you can see, there's a lot to this, but the good news is you can become healthier as you improve your quality of thinking. But once we become aware of our way of thinking and our quality of thinking, then we can begin to think outside the box. So now let's cover how we can actually improve your quality of thinking. So first, don't be afraid to ask questions. We really need to begin to ask more questions and challenge the status quo. We got to be able to question authority. And it's dangerous to accept everything you hear without applying some critical thinking. So don't be afraid to ask more questions and challenge the status quo. And another one is to be willing to find innovative ways to solve the problem. And what I mean by that is be willing to try something new, try a different form of exercising, try different foods, try different patterns of eating because some of you get so stuck in your habits and your patterns and you want to do better but you're still doing things that you've been doing for the last 10 20 years so be okay with trying something new and don't be afraid to brainstorm or visualize you know get your crayons and start coloring the life that you want to achieve try to visualize what you want to achieve try to think like a kid again imagine yourself as a superhero whatever it takes we got to break out of that thinking because we get so stuck in the bills and and the everyday things that we need to take care of so as you take a break from that and just start to be creative and visualize and brainstorm different ideas paint color draw that is something that will help us 
heal and relax because you're not being stressed on these things that you need to do or your finances or your bills. So dwelling on it isn't going to help you. It's going to add more stress, which leads to more illness. So don't be afraid to brainstorm that can help spark that creativity. And here's another one to help improve your quality of thinking is to expand your knowledge, read, research, take classes, develop new skills, become a good listener and keep an open mind thinking for yourself as we become conformed, we allow other people to think for us. And also with thinking for yourself, as you start to think outside the box, you'll be more solution-based. I got a couple more. Don't be afraid of your mistakes. This is how we learn. Some of you just stay stuck because you don't want to fail. You got that fear of failure. And also consider what happens if you don't think outside the box. Think about what happens if you stay where you are. What if your box is on fire? If you stay there, you'll get burned. So you might have to escape that box so that you can save your life. So this is some tough lessons, but again, this isn't taught. So thinking outside the box, like any skill is developed through practice. It took me many, many years to understand this as well, because for someone who has the knowledge, who loves to read and research, I remain stuck because my biggest problem is I didn't understand the box I was in and what skills and tools that I needed to help not only expand my box, but actually change my box. Okay. So I really had to trust the process. I really had to have that faith and patience that was involved. I had to get used to being uncomfortable with the change because whether your box is safe or not, that's normal for many of us. And some of us stay there because that's all we're used to. So just understand that applying this concept can and will be uncomfortable. And another takeaway that I want you to understand is you can't do the same thing and expect different results. Or in other words, you can't fix a problem with the same mindset that created it. You can't fix a problem with the same system that created it. And just know that where you're at now, you don't have to stay there. You can start making these changes now because the actions you take today will affect your future. I really want you to take this information and take some time to really think about where you're at and those walls that you need to work on or those areas that you need to work on. And then based on that, then you can decide where and what areas you need to think outside the box and then keep building on it. You know, it gets overwhelming when people try to change so many things at once. And that's another thing that hold people back. They get overwhelmed, they get scared and end up doing nothing at all. But it's about baby steps. It's about taking your time and being consistent. So it's much better to take small steps consistently over time instead of trying to rush and do too much at once and overwhelm yourself because as you do it this way you're able to monitor your progress and keep building from there that's what i want you to understand continue to build on it get honest with the areas of your box that you need to work on and let me know how it goes let me know what you think of this topic and share your input 
I will see you next week. And until next time, go out there and achieve more freedom in your health and your life. Take care. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, seal the deal to heal by leaving a review, subscribing to the podcast and sharing with a friend. Thanks again. And we'll continue the journey next week.